and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Grab your umbrella, folks. We're going to profuscate all over you. <laughs> all over your face. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> I, uh, Harley must have had a fun time saying that word because he kept saying it over and over again last week. Profuscate. There you go. <laughs> Yes, you are listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. Episode 347 is coming at you. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. The Profuficator, Marcus Burnett, Harley Martin, a.k.a. all that other good shit. Nice. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you I'm know. over here, Tony. Yeah, I was <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, how can I follow that? You left you hanging there, man. Sorry. Just, just, you think after episode three hundred thousand four hundred sixty-five, I'd get this shit squared away? But just one more person on this podcast, sir. Come on, Lord, just one more. You just need one more person. You would have got it. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Hey, hey! Happy, uh, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, indeed. Last week was Valentine's Day. This week is just a regular old Tuesday. I am, uh, I was telling Tony, it it has been a long four days. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah, it is. It started, I missed a lot of work last week. (laughs) Mm. Uh, had a little, little run in with the emergency room on Thursday. Oh boy. Friday was not any better. Saturday, Saturday, I started feeling a little better. Sunday, a little better. Yesterday, I was feeling a little better. And today, I didn't have to work yesterday. I had a day off. So, so one thing nice about working at a school is you get a lot of time off. Yeah. So, so anyways, but yeah, I'll I'll talk a little bit about it on weekends. But you get anyways, some- I am here. I am hydrated and uh, you ready to talk about some ready, movies? Ready to do this? Yeah. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. How about you, Tony? How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? You good? Yeah, good enough. I'll make it through. <laughs> Appreciate that, sir. Thank you. Thank you for doing that for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I didn't know how tired I was until I was like watching the homework right now and was just lying in bed watching it. Like the last uh, 15, 20 minutes I had, and I just kept dozing off. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, come on, wake up. Not the movie was boring or anything. I'm just like dozing off. Like, come on, man. Just get it together, baby. It's it's, it's just the last. It's weird the whole stretch. Come on. <laughs> uh, you ever do that where you're trying to watch a movie, you keep falling asleep, you keep watching the same thing over and over again? Oh. Yeah. You guys ever have that? Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, but this week, on tonight's episode, we'll be talking about a little movie called Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I mean, Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, <laughs> that's it. He wasn't. He wasn't all up there, was he, Mister Hacksaw Jim Duggan? Huh? He wasn't all, all went on the cabeza, was he? Oh no! That, yeah, that motherfucker was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like think, whether he was like mentally retarded or oh, he, he was mentally 
Harley there. Red. Hey, that's a, that's the Harley I know and love. That's I don't know. but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely wasn't all there for sure. <laughs> yeah, so I think so. And then extra I chose was a Pineapple Express. So before we get to those, you said you saw an extra, right? Yeah, I saw two. Uh, the weather was shitty this weekend, and uh, I did a lot of uh, lounging around the house. And Mazzy's birthday was on Friday. Oh, shit. Happy birthday, Mazzy. So we had some friends stay the night, and uh, yeah, a little rat bastard turned nine. Damn. Um, I mean, my lovely daughter. Um, <laughs> so they were watching uh, Ender's Game, and uh, they'd seen this movie a bunch of times. Anna was watching it with them. And uh, I was always like, I like young Ender Wiggins is recruited by the international military to lead the fight against the Formix, a genocidal alien race which nearly annihilated the human race in a previous invasion. Sign me up, like, right? Sold. Like that sounds fucking cool. Written and directed by Gavin Hood, he's the guy who did that. And Wolverine's movie that everybody wanted to forget. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, South South African. So I'm all I'm all, and I, I you know I seen 15 minutes of this movie 36 times in the last three years. I, the girls really like it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking lay down here and watch this whole movie. And uh, it's. It's it's based on a book from the eighties, and uh, you saw this. I'm pretty sure, right, Tony? I remember seeing this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw it in the theater, if you saw it at home or something. I, I, remember I can't remember. About it. Yeah. You know, it's it's a lot like a lot of these um, science. Was anyone pro, sort of was anyone profuricate in it? No, no, there's none of that shit. Um, you know what it feels? It's like a science fiction version of Harry Potter kind of thing. Like, he's the chosen one, and he's unlikely, and he doesn't know it, and he doesn't want it, but then by the end, and it's blah, blah, blah. So it's like, it's it's got a cool premise, like a lot of these science fiction movies, and some of the look is good. A lot of the special effects is actually Pretty well, pretty good considering it's you know three four years old. I, so a lot, some of the special effects holds up pretty well, um, design and stuff. Um, it it ends up being too cliche and too kind of paint by numbers because it's it's got to be so family friendly and kids friendly and whatnot. And so um, you know the kids really enjoy it. it. It's definitely a movie you could program to, and I didn't program to it just because I was just checking out. Um, the, you know, you, you the ending has a plot reveal, and I won't I won't spoil it, but there's a little plot twist at the end, um, and you see it coming a mile away. And I'm I'm actually really blind to these kind of movies and the plot twists. Like I never. The who done it? Like I can, I never can figure that shit out. And halfway through this movie, I I knew what the fuck it was all about. So, um, you know, it, it's got a demo. I'm not really in it, um, and I'm really not at that age anymore where I do what I did this weekend and just sort of like kind of lounge through movies and and don't program. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, I would say it's a waste of time. Um, the kids loved it, and they continue to watch it. Um, 
but uh, it, it's it's aimed at them. So yeah, unfortunately, I, I would say it's a waste of time for me. I remember I read the book, and I think that made it. Oh, um, yeah, made it tolerable. And I remember I was entertained because I read yeah, everything imagine. anyway. Yeah, there. Well, and there's we that sounder of what we're going nerds. Yeah, we don't have the that plot twist at the end. It 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 creates it's it's it. How do I say it? It makes it slightly more original than just a science fiction aliens taking over the world kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but by that time, the movie's kind of running a little long, and so. You know, and I don't think the kids really give a shit about that. And so there's a moral esque, you know, moral to the comp, uh, moral to the story. Sorry, my brain's not working very well. It hasn't for days. Um, and I like that, but they don't really capitalize on it, and it's kind of an afterthought. And I can't help but wonder if maybe it's a larger, a larger uh, thread through the book, but for the movie, they just wanted to keep it light. Um, you know, visual for the kitties and, and, um, so, so yeah. I'm sold. I'll never watch it. Thanks. Yeah. You know what though? Crew would probably like it, you know? No. Uh, like I said, a lot of this, the, the visual effects and stuff are cool and they hold up well. And any Minecraft you know. or Roblox, no. Forget it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. so, anyways, and then, uh, well, hold, then on right there. hold on right there, partner. I saw oh, something yeah, as well. Yeah, okay. I saw something yeah. last night at my buddy Jeff's house. At least I tried uh-huh. to watch something, but I was falling asleep, so I only watched pieces of it. This is Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. You guys ever heard of this? He was shocked I never heard of this. And he's like, he was looking for it on DVD and couldn't find it, so we can watch it. It was only on Stars, you know? Um, and officially, in parentheses, Dead Cop is trained to become an extraordinarily unique assassin in service of the U.S. president. All right, that makes a little more sense because after watching it, didn't make any sense. I'm, I'm like, okay, why did they hire this dude? You know, why are they faking his death? Um, but he was just like, yeah, man, you've never seen Remo Williams, this and that, this and that. I'm like, no, dude, nobody's ever seen this. Like, <laughs> you're the only one. You're looking for it on DVD, can't find it. I'm like, like, I'm like, so when, before he hits play, to, oh, so this is 1985 too. That's yeah, he's old as dirt. Yeah, um, before he plays it. He goes to his DVR list to show, you know, before he hits play. I'm like, look, look what time that fucking thing aired at 1.15 to 3.15. This is playing for fucking stoners. or like People that can't go to sleep. Like, nobody's watching yeah. this, you know. It, they got Joel Gray playing this character named Shun, right? Joel Gray is an interesting-looking character. Uh, if you look at his face, he, he's got a definitely unique look to him. Born in Cleveland, Ohio. But he's playing an Asian man, like an Asian train, like a Mr. Miyagi type in the movie. And uh, it's it's pretty goddamn ridiculous. It's pretty funny. I think it's Jennifer Grey's dad, too, from Dirty Dancing. Wolf from Brimley shows up. Um, all these other people. Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know, dude. Um, he said when he watched it as a kid, he thought it was the coolest thing ever. Watching it now, he's like, not so much. I'm like, yeah. i like... Um, this thing was from I don't know. This was just not good, dude. I didn't like it. I mean, Fred Ward is, a, is like this main dude. Like he's, I mean, in the beginning is kind of convincing as this big New York cop with a mustache. He almost looks like John Bernthal from um, 
played Shane in The Walking Dead. If they were to remake this, like with an edge or like better, I'd say he look he would be perfect for that role. Um, who's playing Punisher in the Daredevil series? <clears throat> but yeah, but this one, this one, it didn't do like there wasn't that many action, and when I mean, there was, like I said, that dude kept coming in. I'm like how racist was that? If they couldn't actually get an Asian actor to play that role, like they had to get that dude. It's like, oh, just weird. I don't know, lazy or just. Cheap or <laughs> yeah, man, lazy, yeah, bad feeling. Yeah. But he's doing his terrible, you know, impersonation of what you think. You know what I mean? Like, a, a typical, yeah, like Asian, they do. Where it's like, like it's 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 it crosses that line where it becomes offensive. Yeah, yeah. There's one fucking scene that did it over me. Like, he just did it for me when uh, he's like he's on like a boat on a raft or something, and and he's about to get caught, and there's all these soldiers are ready to shoot him. He he like. He, he does something within himself or something like some kind of cheat where he like avoids being killed. So he runs on water and he runs away. Not only, not only does he run on water for his, to, to escape, but the way he runs on water. Imagine like, like you're trying to be funny. You want to make your kids laugh. So you, you, you think of the, like, the goofiest way to run. That's how he does it. Arms full extension, oh. left and right, like a video game. <laughs> his legs like a, like one of those, like those, uh, Lizards that run on the water, you know, it's just like so yeah. fucking corny. But I look over and you're like, "Come on, man! What the f- Come on!" Like, <laughs> like it's, maybe so you know, it's just yeah, it's just not yeah. So the, the adventure begins. I think, I think, the, 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 the adventure should end right here. It's 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 no, it's a waste. Of, a waste of time. Yeah, <laughs> a waste of time. Yeah. All right. I think I may have found a 15 second clip. Of the guy running on water. Oh, shit. Oh, I gotta see this. Yeah, see, I'm not even kidding when I'm telling you, dude. I mean, you watch this shit, like, uh, I'm not, I can't even make it up. It's like, I remember, <laughs> this white guy played an Asian dude, right? So, like, oh, shit, wait, no way. Where am, I, where am I looking at? I don't even know where I'm going. Uh, no, 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 I haven't sent it yet. I haven't sent it yet. Here oh, we go. okay. <laughs> it's a good idea. Sure, like you know, honey will see post that. it on Twitter too. Like so, you guys can get an idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> you never seen the movie and the fucking music too. Oh wow! There he goes. Look at that! Sh- look at that shit! Look at that! <laughs> look at him! Look, look at his arms! Like what the? F- I looked over and I'm like. I love that there's just that scene for it. Like, somebody had to put it on YouTube. Like, I recognize a chick, too. Yeah, she's like an orange is a new black. You watch that? No, Chris does. But I recognize her from something yeah. else. You hear that? You hear that? And then the fucking movie ends right here. They, they, oh, they, 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 I'm like, wait, what? That's it? Brilliant. Where's he going? That is absolutely brilliant. Oh. See what I'm talking about? You see what I... Yeah. Yeah. Anybody no. point, he's like, well, you know, he's like, uh, it's no microwave massacre. I'm like, yeah, I get it. That was terrible. I got it. But there's more laughs to be had in that than there was in this fucking thing. <laughs> he's like, remember that scene when he was in the, in the quicksand? He's like, he's like, oh, no, you were asleep. I'm like, yeah, probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah. If you have seen it, let us know what you thought. You know, maybe you watched it when you were a kid. Thought it was cool too, because there's a scene where, like, it's like back in '85 when the Statue of Liberty was being worked on. They actually got to, they actually filmed on it. You remember oh, that back in the day? Yeah, huh. yeah. Didn't matter. Didn't do it for me. So, 
Not going to do it. No. Not going to do it. Yeah. So what was the other thing you watched? Uh, rewatched the B movie. You guys mm-hmm. ever watch this one? Don't think I have, no. Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld wrote, co-wrote it. He plays a B. Barry B. Benson, a B, just graduated from college, is disillusioned at his lone career choice, making honey. On a special trip outside the hive, Barry's life is saved by Vanessa, as a human, a florist in New York City as their relationship blossoms. He discovers humans actually eat honey and subsequently decide to sue them. You never saw this one? all these people eating all this honey? Yeah. Dude, this movie, it, I'm, I'm amazed it only has a 6.2 on IMDb. This the DreamWorks, movie, right? Uh, early DreamWorks? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Are you dropping a bomb there? Oh. Yes, DreamWorks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. This movie's fucking hilarious. I've seen it like three, maybe four times. Is that right? And I never, I never get tired of it. Um... They get they get some really strong voice voice work. Seinfeld's the main character, and he and he's playing himself like the B version of himself. You know, um, Matthew Broderick's his his buddy. Hey, what made you want to watch this though? This, this, this. The kids watched okay. it. Motherfuckers gotta watch it. Oh, the kids were watching. Okay. It. I was just lounging around the living room watching movies. Yeah, it's like. And uh, we play it for the kids at school sometimes, too. Uh-huh. And I, it's one of those movies where, you know how it's like playing and you find yourself paying attention to it? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm at work, and I'm like, fuck, i got to go back and do my thing, you know? Um, I love this movie. It holds up so well. It's so funny. The humor is so smart. Um, you ever seen this There's movie? always... I don't think Tony T ever saw it. Tony's still watching. Uh, He's still watching that dude run in the water. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to. I'm <laughs> taking notes, man. I got to figure this out. Uh, no, I, I feel like I watched this, but I don't remember it. If you watch it and you literally like pay attention, there's a lot of subtle but very smart humor. Gotcha. I think I figuratively um, paid attention. Yeah, and you know, if you just watch it as an animated film. You know, a lot of the animation starts to show its age. Um, you know, the movie's ten years old. Not quite. I mean it's it's nine and some months, but um and I'm not even a huge like Seinfeld fan. Like I, ne- I never watched the show. I mean I've seen a couple episodes here and there, but um the the script is so tight, it's so funny. You got um Ray Liotta, he's put his his fa- he's playing himself, but he's put his name on the the brand of honey, and so they like go to court, like the Supreme Court, and like it's like it's a B against Ray Liotta and and a bunch of other like honey companies, and they so it ends up becoming like a like an animated courtroom drama film, but it's so funny, so um, but it's not like laugh out loud like. <laughs> It's just those. Like how? It's, <laughs> it's incessant chuckles. You're just constantly like, "That's funny," or or being entertained and thinking it's funny and thinking it's smart and and so um, 
How much you know, ratio are we talking about here? Because I like my chuckles. Like, I kind of chuckle a lot in the movie. Yeah, it's just like, it's constantly throwing laughs at you, and a, and most of them hold up, and most of them are funny. And here's the catch. It's not like, oh, yeah, I've I seen this movie before, and I get the joke. It's funny. Ha, ha. No, it holds up. So, um I'm not a huge animated guy. You know, I got my like four or five. I got my Wally and my Rango. B movie is up there for me. Is that right? It Holy shit! My favorite animated film. So uh, it gets a Slater for me. B movie. Jerry on? Seinfeld. He's fucking hilarious. Chris Rock is in it. He plays a fucking mosquito. Um, it, it's it's fucking hilarious. So yeah, I'm, I'm Rip Torn <laughs> is in it. I mean, look at. Listen to this cast. Jerry Seinfeld, Renee Zellweger, Matthew Broderick, Patrick Warburton, John Goodman, Chris Rock, Kathy Bates, Barry Levinson, Larry King, Ray Liotta, Sting, Oprah Winfrey, Larry Miller. I mean, it's like... I see what you did there. I see what they did. They got Sting to be in the beat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So, um, didn't have Queen Bee, Beyonce in it. Uh, no, I think it was before her popularity okay. explosion. Chris Rock played uh, a character named Mooseblood. He he plays a mosquito, and it's basically a cameo, but he's playing himself. I mean, that's the thing. They get these actors to play kind of themselves or what they've sort of been typecasted over the years. Um, and it's like Ray Liotta plays like a mob boss who's basically like, I mean, there's all back. There, there would be a backstory of like he's laundering mob money into a into a honey company by just putting his face on it, kind of thing. Like God. it's so over the top, but it's it, it's so funny. Um, so yeah, this is a must see if you haven't seen it. I know. If you have kids, definitely watch it. It holds up very well. Um, yeah, it's a slate for me. For sure. right. Holy shit! Yeah, that was a fucking movie. You know what I watched again in the weekend? Um, my parents were over, and, and I wanted to show my dad uh, the Jungle Book. Sean Favreau's The Jungle oh, Book. Yeah. The yeah, they thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. And after watching it again, I hadn't watched it since I saw it in the theater. Um, minus all the kids in the theater to make it a little more enjoyable. <laughs> One of them fell asleep. The other two were still watching it. Um, yeah, dude, this movie holds up. It's really, really well made, Like especially for like like half the – everything in the screen's not really there. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and then I'm curious to see, you know, the live action Lion King movie. They have James Earl Jones voicing uh, Mufasa. Uh-huh. And then my boy Donald Glover be playing uh, Simba, which I think, it's, I think is amazing. This thing is awesome. So it's like, because I kept thinking about, it, like, while I'm watching this, I'm thinking, like, like this almost kind of reminds me of a live action, especially when uh, Idris Elba's character, the tiger, is on top of that, uh, like, that hill, talking to the wolves, and he just throws out, he throws out the dead, you know? Well, that, yeah, Khan. That's yeah. So we get where the animation is so good. Yeah. Where and then you have you they're watching the animals talk. You know, it's like amazing. Yeah, you have, I know, but the animation in the movie is so good. And then you do have a live actor with the kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's kind of like, um, which I think actually comes out this summer of the next uh, um, Planet of the Apes. You know, it's like you forget everything on screen is fucking motion capture or CD. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. they, like you see them on top of the elephant, you know, or on top of the bear, one of the shit. Yeah. 
And you're just like, yeah, it's not really there, but it's fucking. It's it holds up. Yeah, no. Yeah. So. It doesn't make the movie, but it certainly can add an element to it. And I think um, I remember watching it and thinking the same thing like, damn, they did a good job with this. So. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, yeah. So, again, still very high buy for dollar. Jungle Book. Really well done. I'd buy uh, that for a dollar. So, I guess without any further ado, we can go right into the top 10. I mean, the, top I mean, the, to, I mean the, the homework. <laughs> we were going so quick, I was like, huh? Homework, homework, homework. So, all right. Tony. Hey, what's up? What do you want? Did you watch the homework? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it. And what did you... <laughs> He sounds annoyed. Like, I can interrupt yeah, him from working or something. Yeah, no. Um, my, my, after after I played the sound drop, it just crashed. So I was very annoyed. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, I watched it. It was. It was. It was a slow start. But the war footage in this movie made it worth it. That's okay, that was MCP, folks. Thanks for joining us. That's all he said. That's all he's got to say. Nothing said. more, nothing less. Drop dropped the mic and he left. There he goes. Fucking mic drop. Uh, I was not yeah, expecting so much fucking drama. Like I saw the I saw one preview of this I was like okay yeah this could be good and then it was like so much fucking story at the beginning like you see him as a kid you see him it's, it's, there's a lot of build up it's a two hour and twenty minute World War Two drama and the first hour is you know what it, you know what ironically it kind of felt like was um um full metal jacket full metal jacket yep where the like half of the movie is just boot camp is just sort of, you know, introducing the characters, you know, you got Vince Vaughn playing, uh, you know, I didn't know they stacked shit that tall character. Um, the drill sergeant, which took me a while to get used to. And yeah. I, I think it, I never did. Mm. I, it just never worked with Vince Vaughn screaming and yelling at the guy. Because he was just um, cracking jokes. He wasn't like, like the, the drill sergeant's goal is to break the recruits. He needs to break their spirit. Like they, yeah. And and he just was cracking jokes. He wasn't very believable. No. And then I, I, am I the only one who thinks Sam Worthington is not a good actor? <laughs> yeah, uh, we've talked about that before. I, I, I feel like he gets. He doesn't get enough I'm a shitty actor credit kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, he his acting is so fuck I mean he is a Yeah, why would he get credit for being a shitty actor? You're like, oh hey, he doesn't get you know, he doesn't get the, the recognition of being a shitty actor like, like, like you know. <laughs> yeah, mean, this in the in the Oscars he's nominated for the most shittiest actor. <laughs> you know, he's been nominated so many times that hopefully he'll pull through this week. He'll finally like, get it. <laughs> Not a good actor. Yeah. 
I think earlier on we were like Sam Worthington did um, did Avatar, and then I think Chris Pine was it the first um, the first Star Trek remake, and I, and we were like, which one of these stunning new guys is going to make it? Chris Pine is four times the better actor than Sam Worthington is. <laughs> uh, I mean, he it's it's. I mean, yeah. I, and they got him in it, and he plays like like a captain or some shit. And I was like, I oh shit, I didn't even realize motherfucker's forty years old. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just clicked on his Wikipedia. Yes, I'm gonna read uh, it. A uh, World War II American Army medic Desmond T. Doss who served during the Battle of Okinawa, refuses to kill people and becomes the first man in American history to receive the Medal of Honor without firing a shot. Directed by Mad Max himself, Mel Gibson, who has been um, been in the roundtables for, like, Oscar talks, you know, for Best Director, Best Film. Um, you know, he he's... Uh, say what you say, say. Say what you will about him as a person. <laughs> I find him as a piece of shit, a terrible person. But he sure knows how to make a movie. And, um, and I, and, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Andrew Garfield because every time he took his helmet off, he had a, hel- a big outside of hair that he it was bulletproof oh, anyway. I, I don't think they would have grabbed that dome. Just an odd shape. He's an odd shape looking dude. Like, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they called him Cornstalk and just kind of poke fun yeah. of it. <laughs> um, but you know what? He was convincing this. I mean, it, it, it worked for me in this. Um, um, and then, and then I also really liked the dude that played Smitty. Like, he was awesome. Um, and then Hugo Wibbing shows up as his dad, you know, he's always, he's always entertaining. You know, I was waiting for him to say Mr. Anderson and I was kind of upset when he did it. So, um, but the movie had me as, um, when Teresa Palmer came on the screen and she's dressed as a nurse in, in the 1940s, 50s gear. And I just was like, I was just, I was like taken aback. I was like hearts in my eyes. I didn't know what was going on anymore. I was just taken away. I was like, don't you mess this up. You better come back for her. It's like, if anything, don't fucking die in this movie. You got to go back to her. Like, you're, you're going to piss me off. It's she such was a just, she was just like, she did the same thing Rachel McAdams did for me in the notebook. I was just like sold. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're absolutely adorable in this. Like, you're just smoking hot. Like, I can't even take it. It's not, it's out of control. So right then and there, you got me. Mel Gibson, way to go. Um, and then, and then when the action kicks in, holy shit. Yeah, the action. fucking like intense. Yeah, the guy starts yelling, and his fucking spoiler, his face comes off. You're like, motherfucking Mel Gibson, don't pull back. Like, yeah. and then you start thinking. And then I get sad. Like, why? Why do we have war? War's dumb. Right. War's stupid. That's so what killing each other. You know what I mean? That's it's like I love to watch movie, it. It's yeah. cool in movies. And we really think like it happened. And and I'm and then when they're walking on those dead bodies, I'm like, that's somebody's kid. That was somebody's little baby once. That was that that was somebody's son. Right there. Hey, war somebody's is brother. Hell. And it's like. Or it's fucking dumb, you know? And then when I had, like, you know, I was, like I said, when I was finishing it, when I was watching towards the end of it, Amy was in here watching it with me, and she's like, and she was saying the same thing. Like, why do we, why, is, why do we have war? What, what do we, I'm like, I know. Or it's just actually, you know, meaningless and stupid. So, um, it's cool to watch, though. Like, when people film it awesome like that, you know? And what this guy did, like, for not fucking going there with a, without a weapon and making it, it's like. He uses the whole of God. Biggest cojones on earth, man. Like, just trying to avoid, because I'm thinking, there's got to be a situation where it's just him and he's got to defend himself. He's got to kill somebody, but he fucking, like, I don't know how accurate it is, but there's some scenes where you're like, holy shit, this motherfucker got away, you know? 
it's like the Bugs Bunny. It's like you're sneaking, you go popping in holes and just outsmarting the bad guys. You know what I mean? Um, this is a, but I do. This is a fantastic movie. I, I, I didn't have a problem at the beginning. I, did, I don't know. I guess I was too slow or what, but I, I, I just, just you know, get to I, know the characters and it was a little it. slow. The whole him in boot camp trying to hold a stake in the ground with it. I mean, I just didn't buy that whole build up to it. Um, it, it, I mean, I understand that it was, he went through psychological, you know, philosophical battles before even getting to the battlefield. But it wasn't, it was too much time spent on that for me. Like it was, it just dragged on and on. Like it, well, they, could the have, problem, they could have shortened that up into thirty minutes and explained that. Okay, now now he's off to war. Well, I the the movie has a um, it can't decide what it wants to be. Does it want to be just a really graph like the battle scene started and I was like, oh yeah, it's like that uh the Rambo movie. It felt very, you know, the guy shooting from the hip with his bar and he's mowing people down. And I was like, yeah, it's fucking Rambo. And they made they remade Rambo like three times, right? And they're all like super, super bloody. Like I've seen this. It's not original. We don't see this and it's a relatively one of your complaints is seeing people get shot. How so many times do you see that in movies? Well, no, my, no, 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 no. My point is, is the presentation of it is over you the CG top. blood and you squibs, which I thought was impressive. No, the, the 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 visual effects of the gore is outstanding, and it's probably the most graphic World War II drama I've ever seen. I mean, obviously. The benchmark is Saving Private Ryan, and which is tough because that's like one of the greatest movies of all time, so to speak, if you ask me. And it, I, I feel like when you watch that, that's what World War II looked and felt like. Now, obviously, that's the European front, and this is the South Pacific. And so, but the the action feels like exaggerated. You know what I mean? Like they're lined up and they just like it, – it didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel original. It felt, okay, we're going to make this as gory and as graphic as we can because we want people to go, oh, my God, what the fuck? Oh, wow, this war is terrible. And it does that. It, it does that in – it does it in spades. It does it better, better than any other movie. But it's also not an hour and a half long movie. It's two and a half hours long where two-thirds of the movie is drama, where you have to feel for these characters, you have to believe their path, that you have to believe Desmond Doss's struggle that Tony brought up. It's a religious struggle um, that he takes to a whole new level that most you know Protestant Christians don't. And that part, for me, fails as the movie because it feels too... It it feels too cliche. It feels too like I don't know. It just didn't. It I think I think a lot of the casting I didn't like. I'm not even like a Andrew Garfield hater, but I didn't care for him in the role. It just it just never felt like when he said, "I just please God, just one more." I my eyes kept rolling in the back of my head. 
Like, and I'm a fucking like history buff. World War Two is heavy shit. Like, millions of people died. It's fucking tragic. The South Pacific is is was a tragic war that that you could argue we shouldn't have gotten into or blah blah blah. But it's it's horrible stuff that happened, and so I'm not making light of it. And and he wants to show how visually impactful it was. And and I, I wasn't there, so I don't know. And you know, there's not a ton of documentary filmmaking of you know World War II and this kind of stuff. So maybe it is very accurate to what happens. I don't know. It feels very Hollywood presented, you know. Um, and 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 so I always felt torn between. It's kind of like a like a mediocre drama film that's really forgetful. And then this over-the-top action, which is incredibly visually like, whoa, like, oh, my God, that's crazy. But it also felt very like like early Stallone shooting off the hip, you know, with what almost the one line. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Just stop talking. What are you talking about? I don't even know what you're saying right now. You keep saying things over and over again, cliche and this and that and more and drama. Like, I don't understand what you didn't, why didn't you like the characters? Didn't spend enough time with them? Like, I don't, I don't. Well, no, that's, and that's the thing is you can, the movie's not, not long enough to develop. I mean, like Tony's pointing at, like Tony was saying. He said it's too long. Well, yeah, but Tony, did you say it was too long? I said they spent too much time at the beginning of the first half. Like that, they they could have summed up that plot real quick. And then what? And then go straight to the action. Skip to the action, and then and then and then end up making the movie shorter. Because I mean, like the 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 movie. Don't care about anybody? Yes, yes, and and I mean, I understand that they're trying to show you his conviction because that's what the movie's about. They even they talk about it at the end credits. You know, when they're interviewing the real. You know, character, yeah. um, mm. and and it's like when someone has conviction, just stay out of his fucking way because you can't stop him. Yeah, and so absolutely. that's what that's what they're trying to build up, like at the beginning that he has he has convinc- conviction without even being on the battlefield. He's like, I'm not a ho- touching a gun and blah blah blah, and he's sticking to it, and and, and but it's like it, it dragged on. It's like I, I feel like they could have gotten that point across a lot quicker at the beginning. Um, the his his. I don't think it would have held any weight, though, if they would have just rushed it. But I don't think it held any weight anyways. Or at least it didn't hold any weight for me. Right. See, and and I think his conviction was play, played out perfectly fine when we got to the battlefield. And he was up there, and it, his, his tenacity to just stay there. And he's like, I'm going to get it. And the whole... Um, you know, you know, God, give me this, you know, help me find just one more. It, it, they were just trying to be accurate to what the actual person says he did <laughs> you know if that's what he says that he was saying it's like well we got to put it in the film um but you get the same idea across you get that you feel it you you in in the battle scenes and then when when he's up there and he's helping people out you see it you see that he has that 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 drive to help you know to, to help his people to save people um and he has his counterpart who has the Rambo drive to kill people and to kill the enemy. And they end up being buddy, buddy right there at the, at the end when they're in there and they're in the hole and they're sharing that moment of their bonding moment. And he's just like, 
yeah, you do you. <laughs> I do me, you do you type thing. Um, I think that that was fine in and of itself without needing so much of it at the beginning. That was what I was I, trying to say. And I would argue if they could have done that, they could have done exactly what they did, and that is spend an hour developing characters and drama, and it would have paid off at the end in the sense of it would have been a fucking tearjerker like at the end of Saving Private Ryan where you absolutely feel, I mean, this man, the real dude, Desmond Doss is one of those guys that is an absolute hero. No ifs, ands, or buts. There's nothing. There's no, oh, well, we exaggerated this and that. You can't take anything away from him. If that guy fucking saved as many people as this movie even hinted at, and they just stayed up on that fucking hill and lowered people one after another, and even Japanese – there's there's no ifs, ands, or buts. This man deserved 10 of those medals, right? This is an outstanding action film. Nothing more, unfortunately, it feels like to me, it, in my opinion. You know and you I think saying, that's where... Um, go ahead. You were saying that he couldn't figure out what kind of film to make, right? You were saying Rambo versus something else. Yeah. Yeah, it feels um, the, like the, it's trying to be a drama on one side, but it's also obviously this over-the-top action flick. Right, if you look at the poster, right at the top it says, from the director of Braveheart and Passion of the Christ. And it feels like that's what the battle is. He's trying to do <laughs> Braveheart, but at the same time trying yeah. to put in a Passion of the Christ type you know, drama into it. Um, yeah. And that's where he that balance was in there, and, and it may have fallen flat for some people. I know for yeah. me it did. I was I I was enjoying the Braveheart part of it, um, yeah. And and I didn't really care for the the you know Passion of the Christ part of it. And I think if that was done better, we would have just gone, "Oh my God, this is an amazing movie!" Yeah. Period. As a drama, as an epic war film, as opposed to it ends up playing as just a really good action flick and. And would you, would you call Braveheart a drama or you call it an action flick? You know, it's been so long. Um, it's so like, long. I don't see why you can't have both. Like, I don't understand. Like, it well, has, you can. You can have both. But, but like Braveheart? Braveheart had it mixed Ryan. I would say Braveheart is more of a drama. And we just watched it not long ago, and I mm-hmm. felt like that was an amazing film. And it, too, is very long. Um. But, but that but I feel like, the, like the character and in. his love interest, you just feel for. And in this one, in Hacksaw Ridge, it just feels like like we're watching uh, um, uh, Bay's Pearl Harbor all over again. Kind of oh, thing. get the fuck out of here. Complaining <laughs> to Pearl Harbor. Uh, you fucking lost me now. You fucking, you, you do have a headache. You ain't, you ain't right in the head. <laughs> no, you got a headache for listening to me review the film. Yeah, you um, gave me a headache. Like I said, I'm not. This has an eight point three. What does Pearl Harbor have? I'm curious. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sure it's a six point seven or something like that. Yeah. Um, that was nominated for special effects, but, which was a special oh, effects absolutely. movie. <laughs> the special effects are very good. Um, yeah, I, t- I guess for me, everything worked for me: the drama, the action, like everything. And like I said, I'm not even the biggest Arne Garfield fan. I thought he was okay, and you know. And Vince Vaughn's just trying to do an Arlie Emery impersonation, you know, and he's fine. He's yelling yeah. at people, giving people nicknames. 
It works. You know, got dude, you got Hollywood fucking working out, butt ass naked, and he hasn't doing the. I, yeah, I should was cracking up when he I had him fucking training butt ass naked. He didn't even give him time to get his clothes on. And he had homeboy with his knife in his foot. <laughs> he just told him to take <laughs> that shit was funny. I don't know, yeah, like all that stuff. Yeah. So for dad, to me, I don't know. I I uh, I thought it worked. Like I, I like I said, I I bought into the relationship uh, right away. That it worked. You know, established that. Establishes morals, establishes everything he's trying to convince. In fact, to try to get him to go to court, like everything. And then they get, well, they're going to have to get around to like either, you know, because they're thinking he was crazy. They kept thinking he was getting involved. And he kept saying something like, nah, dude, I know you guys are trying to say. They wanted to prove that he was crazy. I want to to serve, like, you know, and that speech too, when he said in court, I I was, I I believed it. I, I, he said he wanted to serve. He didn't want to sit around after Pearl Harbor. Like, Two of his friends that couldn't get in, that killed themselves. This is a huge part um, in people's lives, especially like in Virginia and shit like that, where people knew. He, even he said he he could have had a job, but he said no, I wanted to join. And he yeah. didn't. I don't pick up a gun. Like I wanted to see the part where they tur- they turn around and going, yeah, this guy. He he. Because I mean, I could see the concerns where people are scared, thinking this motherfucker's going to get a bunch of guys killed. Oh yeah, he's just he coward, you know. Hold a gun. Yeah, absolutely. Straight force comped them all and put them on his shoulder and fucking saved them. So, um, yeah, to me, I don't know what movie you saw, but that was a movie's badass. I like this movie a lot. And I would absolutely watch the action sequences again. As a film, though, it just ends up getting a dollar, like a middle of the road dollar. That's not bad. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not. I'm not it's a dollar. <laughs> It's a good action. It gets a dollar. But know what you're getting into in the sense of I think a lot of the drama and character development ends up falling flat in the long run and it doesn't hold up well. And I would never find myself wanting to watch this movie from beginning to end over again because it is an hour long drama. And but for me, that stuff doesn't it just didn't work. It just didn't it didn't uh, and and I would argue, like Tony's saying, Tony's kind of saying it's just too long, and I would argue it's not too long. I th- I would argue it's just poorly done. It's just poorly executed between the dialogue and the performances. Well, it can't I, I be like that's that where it falls poorly short, done if you give it a dollar. <laughs> I mean, it can't be that poorly done. That's well, I'm, no, I'm, he's a fucking, I'm, so I'm, literally giving, I'm literally giving the movie a dollar for the action because I'm sure if you click on IMDb it says action drama it doesn't there's no action in that fucking it thing it says drama history war <laughs> drama history war you I fucking guess you history could, you buff. can include action in the you, war word you fucking nincompoop see this is a proof that everything Harley just said ignore ignore and then I looked up on Wikipedia because I wanted to find like, listen to is this, is this stop talking. You've already wasted an hour and a half trying battle? to talk about something you didn't like, and they gave it a dollar. Just stop I talking. Couldn't find, I Nobody couldn't cares. Find stop talking. Any reference to this giant mountain that people had to climb a rope ladder up? Um, where, I mean, the the Battle of um, Iwo Jima is, or not Iwo Jima? Um, Okinawa. Okinawa. Thank you. Is very real, and it was one of the bloodier uh, battles. In the South Pacific. Oh, so it's um, historically accurate then the way you filmed it. Well no. <laughs> See, just you're you're just just stop talking. The name it's of like the war you embarrass yourself. Yes. There was a war called World War II where we fought Japanese 
on the South Pacific Islands. Yes, that is very accurate. You want a John Wick type headshots? We got that. <laughs> Sorry if it was too gory for you. <laughs> People getting blown well, up and flamed through and burned. Yeah. yeah, so, all right. What'd you, what do you give it, Tony? I give it a dollar. I got a solid dollar. Yeah, me too. Nice crystal that goes in the vending machine and then spit it back out, you know? <laughs> so. If it had more Teresa Palmer, it could either gotten a Slater. So. Man, boy, oh boy. Harley will know when his fantastic reviews again. He's about to shit on something that gives it a doll at the very end. Well, I'm, I'm on the Good luck with this one, Donaldo. Have fun enjoying listening to this one. <laughs> just scratching his head right now. I could already hear him. Went, what the I fuck did he just say? He loved oh, it. It was like his number one movie of the year. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, and I'm clearly the only one because IMDb is super high. It's like an eight point something. Everybody, like you said, they're all Mel Gibson sucking his dick. So um, I'm clearly in the minority here. Yeah. Right. Extra credit. What do we have here? Talk about the, some of the stickiest of the icky. Oh, put it in the air. <laughs> OG Kush. So remember last week I talked about um, this team of David Gordon Green and uh, Danny McBride. We work on the new Halloween movie. So yeah, I want to see. Right. I want to see. Uh, you know what, what they can do. I mean, this is a comedy, but let's just see what kind of chops they have. You know. This one is titled Action, Comedy, and Crime Harley. Hopefully you don't get that mixed up. It's not historically accurate or anything like that. There's no war (laughs) going on here. Only the war on crime, war on drugs. A process server and his marijuana dealer wind up on the run from Hitman and a corrupt police officer that, after he witnesses his dealer's boss murder a competitor while trying to serve papers on him. Written by Seth Rogen and Amy Goldberg, which usually always work together. And and you see a bunch of familiar guys. You know, Seth Rogen, James Franco. See Gary Cole from Office Space, Danny McBride, Kevin Corrigan. You see him a lot pop up. Craig Robinson from The Office. And can we get a round of applause for putting Rosie Perez in a movie? I haven't seen her in so long. Like, I'll tell you what, man. She holds her. She's a fucking fool. That has fight scene with Franco. That shit killed me. A damn near 10 years old. (laughs) But, yeah, she looked great in it. (laughs) Yeah. A young little Amber Heard, too. And, um. So yeah, I remember watching this, but I never really finished it for some reason. So I was it's cute, you because know. it's way too long. Oh, f- <laughs> for fuck's sake! Here we go. Why don't you just go ahead and talk first, and so I can <laughs> counter argue your fucking your review? No, that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, that's I'm, all you're gonna say? Oh, thank God. Here, let's let MCP, the voice of reason. <laughs> okay, all right. So before we jump into this, oh. I'm gonna send a link to Harley. With a picture of what they call the Maida Escarpment, which is what Desmond Dawes ended up. Oh, I'm desperate off. to see this. I know you Please. are. No, fuck that. Don't show him anything. What I'm saying <laughs> is it's real. You don't it need was, to see that. No, it was real. You know, All I'm saying is real. He can laugh himself. All I'm I was, saying. I would have left his ass. I would have left him on the ground. <laughs> so forget you. So it was a real thing. Dirt. What I'm saying is, is it was a, it was a it real was thing. It was a real wall with the rope and stuff like that. Yes. Right on. Okay, good. All right. So, Pineapple Express. Um, 
I have, I remember seeing this before. I remember I enjoyed it. Did you have? Did you uh, partake in any activities while watching this, Tony? No, no. Okay. I don't have. I don't have the equipment for it. You know the equipment for it. <laughs> yeah. Equipment. For I don't know the time. What kind of? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, a bog? What kind of? <laughs> I don't have anything. That's a thing. I got nothing. I don't have papers. Oh, I don't gone, got man. a pipe. I, I don't got a bog. I got the. I got the weed, but I don't <laughs> got anything else. Hey, lettuce. Like, it's like I got bro- bake that shit, make a brownie. Right? I love the equipment. You got a kitchen, don't you? <laughs> you got a fucking pan. What do you mean? Do it right, man. Tony's got yeah, one of those rooms. Tony's got a Tony's got a room in his apartment. Where you open up, and it's like three naked chicks cooking up shit. You <laughs> <laughs> got no equipment. <laughs> Oh gosh! Uh, yeah, all right. You don't have the equipment, all right? So, what do you what do you think? So, no, of so I watched this sober. Yes. Um, oh, you watched this? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think this entire movie is a um, and a, a a way for Seth and James to indulge in their bromance. Yes. It's like and and their love of action movies and their love of action movies because if I could make a movie with you two and and I'd definitely have us in a badass fucking shootout and 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 it, and I think they poke fun of like the action tropes and stuff yeah where there's like they run out of ammo and like oh look here's a gun here and they grab oh, yeah, another yeah, one yeah. and they yeah. kept going and then they were the way they were shooting I'm like that they looked like not, so much ever fun dies from the bullet wounds like they just. Like, Hey man, you're right. Oh yeah, I'm good. <laughs> they never really took him to the hospital. He's, he's still wearing the same clothes. Oh, that shit was making me laugh. Sword. Sorry, Tony, you were saying. <laughs> God, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, I mean, they're pretty stupid. Um, they're 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 all they're all constantly high, but they address that you know at one point when they have their little fallout. Mm-hmm. He's you know mm-hmm. it's like we're not um, yeah we're not functional when we're high you know <laughs> and all that shit. But uh, it, it it's pretty fun. Like I mean, I I know Lainey didn't laugh at all. Um, so yes, she doesn't count. Yes, exactly. You don't laugh at a comedy. <laughs> scratch that you're out. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was enjoying it. I and, and I remember enjoying it the first time, um, and I was still laughing at, at scenes this time around. Um, I can't. I can't, I'm trying to remember which ones are the ones that actually got me to laugh out loud. It's like the fight scenes too, like in his house. Like they just fought like people that never know. They don't know how to fight, you know. Like throwing shit, like, and then they would like quick, quick, quick cut scenes where like he fell into the toilet and broke it, or like going to the wall. He's like, oh, oh, oh yeah, I'm done yeah, with yeah, this, right. and just smash him against the wall. You're like, fuck, that's awesome, you know? Or grabbing like a ashtray and he just chuck it at him like a ninja <laughs> star, like just shit like that. They you know they're trying to make it work, you know? And he tells them like he wouldn't rat him out, and the first thing they do when they come in, he rats them out, rats tells them they're outside, and. And one of the favorite scenes too is when Franco's driving the police car and he's like, "Just kick the windshield." Is that, oh, is that what you do? His <laughs> fucking foot gets stuck. It was so fucking funny. He's driving around with the leg. Oh, that was so good. Um, but yeah, like yeah, you could tell they worked great together. They probably had fun together. I mean, that was awesome. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And I was just kind of curious to see, you know, like just to, 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 um, 
the duration, you know, like if it got dark or just to see, just kind of see, I was just trying to get an idea of them. Cause I, I already know like dynamic bright style. And when he starts talking, like you grab the shotgun, he cocks, he's like, thug life, just, you know, a little shit oh, like yeah. that. You just got killed by a day woo. Day woo oh my God. Yeah. It was so funny. And then he shoots his fucking foot off. With yeah. a shotgun point blank. Just cause. <laughs> shit was so fucking funny. Um, but yeah, just like Rogan when like he's talking to him. Uh, yeah, like you could tell like he's trying to be the straight man, and and, and Franco's just like the you know dude that's always high, and he's like, what? You know, we got we got to triangulate the call, and and they're trying to figure out how to like break, the, you know, like so they're not being hacked. They're they're trying to think of things, but like like I said, Rogan's always the one that's trying to be the straight man. Well, like, I, I think they work together. I thought the funniest thing about that was they were so paranoid, they kept doing bizarre shit. That is the film watcher. You're like, oh my god, they're destroying their cell phones. How stupid can you be? And then the payoff is, they were right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even said that we, we triangulate the call. We found it. They, thought, yeah, they try to get exactly. try to lose it. Oh yeah, the, you know? the movie was filled with that. I mean, just just the start of it where he's like, oh, you know, I threw the roach on the ground and he, he's going to know it came to you, blah blah blah. And it's like he's like, it's no a fucking, way. We're like, like no. laughing. Oh no, it it was yep. real. <laughs> it's like no, you tell me you're the only one that has pineapple express. Like yes, hey, well, fuck, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> or even even those little things like where he's like trying to buzz them in. Have you ever tried to buzz somebody in? They open the door too early, or they can't. <laughs> I've never had that problem, but it was funny in the movie. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, one, two, three, go, or one, two, three. You know, and it's, what's funny is like he's just such in a hurry to get in there. He can't even get the fucking buzzer right. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Some really cool, like cool car crashes too, man. Like when Rosie was chasing yeah. them, like really cool, like car chasing. They're like going to cool shootouts and uh, just real funny characters like Craig Robinson and Kevin Corrigan always fighting with each other. Like one's always just trying to get home to dinner. <laughs> well, and he's oh, a yeah. genuine like dramatic heavy. Like Kevin Corrigan, like. Obviously, we've seen him in a couple other stuff where he always plays like, like a down, like a heavy. You know, it's like there's no That's comedy heavy. In guy. I mean, he he is all drama kind of thing. So it's it's I Paul like Basher that. was was uh, stirring stirring sauce and looking at helicopters all day from Goodfellas. There's the kid in the wheelchair. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so, no, my pineapple first worked for me, man. It was, it was, it was oh, like I said, it went great together. You know what the, I mean? That's the, what's funny. The one line um, that, that that started it, I remember this got me cracking up when um, when a Franco is describing the Pineapple Express. He's like, "It's the blue oyster met the Afghan Kush, oh and they gosh. had a baby, and then the other one, and the other one had a baby, and then those babies, and then and, and Seth <laughs> Rogen just like, wow." This is a product of baby fucking. <laughs> this is the first marijuana themed comedy to gross over a hundred million worldwide. Oh wow! Yeah, so they're doing good money. Did you guys see the unrated version? I'm not sure. I have no idea. The one I saw was like an hour and fifty six minutes, um, hmm. and it said unrated. And it felt like nothing hit the cutting floor. Damn. Like every joke on the screenplay made it into the film. And it felt like like every scene just went a little too long. Like the action scene just was like one too many 
it was kind of rinse and repeat a little bit like we were talking about with uh uh what's the movie the other day that we went and saw um john wick 2 oh yeah it felt like sometimes this the the scene we'd seen it before they're super stoned they're trying to piece together what's happening i felt like this movie would be a would be fucking hilarious and it would 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 hold up for repeat viewings because everything you're all the jokes you guys are talking about are you're right on it's it's funny like you said it's kind of like the writers they know each other they write very funny and it works and the the chemistry between the actors and the direction and all that stuff works it just felt like they were like nobody said hey it's a stoner comedy action flick let's keep it at a buck and a half and they were like no let's Let's go all the way to two hours. Why not? You know what I mean? And maybe yeah, yeah. if you were stoned, you'd be all about it. But I was like tired, fighting a headache, and I had to record a podcast, and it just kept running and going and going. And like, and so me and <laughs> like, we kept looking at the runtime, like, God damn. Like, damn. so that was my only. You had a bad week, week, didn't you? Yeah, I'm telling you, boy. Maybe you should have had one of them cross joints. You would have been, you would have felt better. <laughs> oh shit! I was just... Seth Rogen <laughs> rolled every joint and cross joint in the film himself. Oh, there you go. Yeah, here's a final tidbit too: is that as he is handling Dale, uh, as he handy, as he handing Dale some guns, Red Danny McBride says, "Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers." This is a reference to the common network television practice of dubbing over swear words with less object- objectionable oh. words or terms that have similar sound and length. <laughs> Even yeah. if the replacement words don't really make sense in the context of the movie, Melon Farmers was used most famously as a dub for motherfuckers in the network television version of Die Hard series, in which uh. John McClane's famous catchphrase, yippee motherfuckers, became yippee Melon Farmers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so clever. There's even a part two where, um, where Dale says, where should we go? And Sal says, I don't know. Hotel, motel, holiday inn. Mm-hmm. Oh, right oh reference yeah. The light. Yeah. yeah. You guys want to guess how many times the word fuck was said in the movie? Oh, it's, it's a hard R film for sure. How many times do you think it would say? It? Oh, it's got to be it's 100 plus. 180. Yeah. Yeah, especially like when he first cat when he first witnesses the murder. He's like, motherfucker! It's kind of like uh, the uh, who the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, he's that, yeah. <laughs> like that character. Yeah, so, it's funny too. It, that no weed, no weed was actually smoked during the filming. Oh, he used yeah. fake weed for legal reasons. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> and they wouldn't end up shooting the film if yeah. uh, you know they would have been. Cut. Let's try it again. So, <laughs> but the 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 chemistry between the actors when they're playing Stone works. I mean, it's funny. Um, like you said, the action of the fighting and stuff is over the top. And when when the guy's head hits the the toilet bowl, <laughs> not the toilet, but the sink, you're like, oh fuck, man, uh-huh, God, yeah. man, that hurts. Uh huh. Get you know, yeah. Or even like when Franco gives a huge uppercut to Rosie Perez, she goes flying in the air. Oh, it was like <laughs> Oh, that was the thing I was going to mention too. When Rogan's fighting um, Gary Cole, Ted Jones, there's that scene where he grabs onto the bars. And you know, normally in any action movie, you'd, you'd see like Van Damme or somebody grab that, swing around, and just kick him. But this one, he just goes up and lands on top of him, with his legs <laughs> on top, and falls down. I'm like, yes, that's how it would work. That's, that's yeah. fucking funny. I love that shit. <laughs> 
Odin yeah. comes in running, goes, fuck the police. He's shooting upwards and misses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, you guys watched anything, the man. movie in one sitting? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I did watch the unrated, too. Okay. How about that? I watched it on Stars. I don't know if it was unrated or not. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it, yeah, my only critique is that it, it just ran too long. It, it just Stoner comedy action flicks should not be two hours long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Call me crazy, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. But that's my only problem with it. Other than that, yeah, it's it's funny. A lot of the jokes. And like I said, for it is extra credit. I We saw this before. Um, and I remember enjoying it the, the, uh, the first time and kind of thinking, I'll probably be willing to watch this again. And I can see why, because a lot of the, like you said, the, the car chase scene holds up the fucking foot sticking out of the yeah. fucking, the, uh, the slushy and this, selling weed. This will have the best meaning to uh, give us a high buy it for a dollar. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yep, I'm right there with you. I'd buy that for a dollar. And yeah, it, it's a dollar. The, the editor needs to uh, stay sober when he edits the film, but other than that, yeah, it's good. This fucking guy. Coming from the guy that likes Terrence Malick movies, this was too long of a movie. Well, but this ain't, you know, this isn't a epic drama. This is a fucking stoner comedy action flick kind of thing. Didn't we, didn't we just watch an epic drama that had war scenes in it? Never mind. And, and uh, my critique with that movie. <laughs> It's not that it's too long. <laughs> so, uh, not long enough. All right, we get it. But anyway, so do you have time to play a little game, a little game show action? Yeah, let's do it. My, uh, actually, ironically, my headaches kind of subsided. So. <laughs> there you go. See, the Pineapple Express cured it. I got, it headache. I got all that anxiety off my chest. Oh boy. Right, let me go grab the book here. Hold on one second. Oh, we haven't figured out the fucking rules to this goddamn game, though. All right. All right. So let's let's Tony let's read go over the rules. Tony, Tony. Like that. let's let's Tony. do this. Spend a minute on the rules, or the or the points. How 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 is this? So I think Tony's original idea where. It's the yeah, the closest to it, and we had the points that way, like how far you are from it. Yeah, right, Tony? so the lowest score wins. Right, right. And then you need to give us a little. I'll read the whole little synopsis thing on there. Yeah, in like, because I gotta. Other than other than that, it's just sheer guessing kind of thing. Um, Correct, Mundo. Yeah. We're just gonna go in order then, and then, and then um, uh, and then some of them were like, you know, there was I don't know, full vagina was like zero or one, like that's I don't know. Yeah, let's three get, rounds, right? Let's get creative. Yeah, three rounds. Right. But in third round, you can get pretty much knocked out, though, if you don't uh, get any right. 
No, that's the thing. You can fuck it up. Because <laughs> right. we could, or what if we did like all three? Like, say one movie has all three, and you got to get you get it guess each number. Or should we just do round one is one and round two is the other one and round three is the other one? Uh, let's let's stick with the round one, round two, round three kind of thing. Okay. All right, round one, we're going to go with breasts. Do you have an opinion on the matter? Not really. Just hurry up and get it over with. I'm going to go to sleep. Uh, Fuck this shit. All right, here we go. So Here we go. Ready? We're going to go with the movie. The movie's called Ten, directed by Blake Edwards. Dully Moore is the pine-sized embodiment of middle age, lust, and ten. He's got everything but Bo Derek, who makes one of Philnum's most arousing entrances jogging all jiggly jugs through the surf. For little for little Bo Peak, you'll have to wait until the third reel when Bo finally lets Dully get dirty on her perfect ten body. Oh, there you go. So how many breasts would you say in the movie ten? And let me just add this little too. This is Mr. Skins in his top sixty nine. This is number fifteen. And this is what's the title of this movie? Ten. Number ten. Oh, it's just called Ten. Yeah. Remember in Tommy Boy, Bo Derek was in it? Yeah, I remember Bo Derek. Yeah. Uh, so. Shit. Uh, so okay. if you guys gave me the number in the chat, that way, oh, that, I wonder if that was like. Uh, no, remember I how hard you said if one says the number, then the other one kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of yeah, counters yeah. it. No, I like the idea of Tony nailed it. Just whoever's cl- you get a point for being away from it. So the, whoever's got the lowest. Score, and then we just have to keep gets, a running gets total a point. Of, okay. of our of our. Well, I got Harley here and Tony here, so I'll I'll get him down right here. Okay, all right. So what do you I'm got, gonna, Harley? I'm gonna go twelve. I'm gonna go twelve. You're going with twelve. All right. Seventeen. Going with seventeen. All right. The number is eighteen. Oh, son of eighteen a- breasts. So right there, Tony already has one point. I got six points, and he only has one. So it's like just one to zero so far, right? No, we're no, 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 no. No? We're you adding actually getting the numbers? You don't? Yes. So Harley's got six. Yeah. Yeah. Tony's got one. Right. All right. Here we go. So the next one is called um, 10 to Midnight. Did we do that last time? No, I'm, I'm going in order. Alphabetical order. That would be easier. That way I can keep uh, keep track. I'll put a little bookmark. I'm not going to remember what we guessed last yeah. time, so it's fine. If yeah, I, the director, yeah, J, director J. Lee Thompson, 1983. Ultimate tough guy Charles Bronson chases a serial killer in 10 to midnight and gets kicked off the force after planting evidence on the creep. Chuck catches the murderer anyway, handcuffs him naked, and when the nut pleads insanity, blows him away. What a kook. It doesn't get much better than this. But it does, thanks to many topless and fully naked turns from June Gilbert, Gene Manson, Ola Ray, and Patty Tippo. Oh, that's a fucking... That's a... Yeah, well, told us how that's many all, naked chicks there are. That's already... Uh, yeah, those, each, each of those. Um, how many yeah. tall breasts do we have in this movie? Shit, I gotta catch up, but I gotta... God damn it. Uh, I'm gonna go eight. Yeah, ten. Ten, all right. Uh, Harley guys, they're right on the money. Eight. Oh, <laughs> it's the ones that were on there. You're all points. All right. So now it's six to three. Six to all three. Right. 
That's why I don't want to read the synopsis sometimes because it might give you the answer. No, but it's good. It's I mean, the game's close. I mean, that's uh, ultimately the most important thing is that it's yeah. relatively close. So should we do three questions for each category, right? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right, so now I got 1984. The movie's called 1984, directed by Michael Radford. Um, a bleak vision of populace of human drones held in the, re- the repressive vice of a total t- Jesus Christ, total totalitarian. Yes, thank you, government. Oh, you seen this, huh? <laughs> oh, see, he he might have an advantage here, Tony. I was like, when I was reading nineteen eighty four, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Oh shit! Yeah, nineteen eighty four is rendered with reverence, chilling ambiance, and a few fleeting moments of glorious freedom is experienced throughout through authority. Defined flesh flaunting sexuality. Susanna Hamilton stars ablaze down below by warming her totally naked form over a campfire in the great outdoors. Her bouncy boobage and booming bush are enough of a rush to make Big Brother blush. <laughs> How many breasts, uh, Tony, do we see in 1984? John Hurt was in it, who just recently died. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, I've, I've seen the movie. It's not much. That's it's, Tony's it's, going first, then. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, what do you got, Tony? Uh, I'm gonna go with nine. Nine? No, nine. it's I'm gonna go uh, five. Five. All right. The answer is two. Yeah. Damn. So two I only scored three more points. Three so at nine, and I'm at ten. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh shit! Here we go. All right. So round two. We're okay. Gonna... So okay. So now, Tony, what do you think? I won that round. So now he has, a, so he has one point, or sure. Yeah, because, because now whoever it's whoever wins, wins two out of three rounds. Right. That's fair. Okay. So, so I run the I won the titty round, which of course makes sense because it makes total me. sense. Absolutely. Okay. So there we go. So should we go Bush or, or Bush? Thank you, 1984. <laughs> so, so since you're a winner of this round, I'm gonna let you choose a category. Do you want to go with butts or bushes? I'm gonna go butts, absolutely, because of the titty. But it's all the same. I, you know, Bush is all the same. I, I need, I need. I'm an ass man too. <laughs> there you go. That's what I was waiting for. All right, here we go. So eight and a half women. God, uh, 1999. Right. Uh, here we go. So directed by Peter Greenway. After a horny man's wife dies at eight and a half women, he turns his country estate into a cunty estate brothel. <laughs> oodles of nudeness, uh, nudeness from Tony Collette in a fully shaved frontal. Annie, Shizuka, Eno, Karina, Mano, Amanda Plummer getting off bareback on a horse, and Polly Walker. As with any movie with, about horrors, well, you get what you pay for. This one's more worth price of admission. Eight and a half women will give you eight and a half inches. <laughs> How many butts do you think we see in eight and a half women? Ten. You're going with ten, huh? All right. Fifteen. What? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, the correct answer is three. So oh. three butts. Three butts. So I got seven points, but MCP got thirteen points, or what? Twelve. Twelve. What's that? I got twelve. You got okay. 12? Okay. I got seven, and he got twelve. All right. Even close. So looks like I don't know if this is a sequel, but this one's called Nine and a Half Weeks, directed by Adrian Lin. Starring Kim Basinger and Mickey Rourke. Uh, this is in Mr. Skin's Top 69. This one's number 11. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, before Mickey Rourke used his face for a speed bag, he was known for erotic think pieces like nine and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Basinger never again reached this level of nonstop erotic overload. Here, Mickey exposes Kim to sensual boundary boundary breaking from cross dressing to sadomasochism to voyeurism to an attempted threesome. And uh wait, is this the MCP story? What the fuck's going on? And uh <laughs> that moment when Mickey and Kim use each other as dinner plates. Hello, lips. Hello, tongue. Look out, nipples. Here it comes. How many butts do we get in this movie? Tony, I believe you've watched this movie lots of times. My guess. How many yeah, butts do you see in nine and a half weeks? I feel like it was not that much. I'm going to go with four. Four? Okay. I'm going I'm to go safe. I'm going to go five. Five. All right. And the correct answer was one. One butt. One? Damn. Yeah, I know. I swear there were, uh, Yeah, there wasn't that many, but I guess... Oh, you never know. He only made it to 15 minutes in. And he's like, hey <laughs> oh, hey <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are we at now? Let's see. I probably said five. Oh, well, I had seven, and Tony, you had 12. Is that right? Right, and it was what? So I've got 15 now. And I got twelve. No, I had seven, and I just scored how many more points? Four. So you got eleven. Four more. Oh, okay. So eleven. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's so eleven and twelve. Damn, it's close. Shit. All right. Let's talk about pulling your abductor. The abductors, nineteen seventy-two. Uh, Cherry Kafaro embodies platinum blonde private dick ginger in the abductors. The flick follows the plight and eventual liberation of one beauty queen and three cheerleaders snatched off the streets by a white slavery ring. Light to a triple header of Harry 1970s muff as fair abductees Jeremy Rain, Honeywell, and Insorn stand and strip for the pleasure of their captors. The malefactors didn't count on the grit and gonadal dexterity of Miss Kafaro, but you can't. Jesus Christ, Mr. Scanlon. How many butts do we have in the abductors? Jesus. Uh, I'm going to go three. Three? Two. What's that, Tony? Two. Two? All right. The correct answer was four. Oh, yeah. So only one more. So I'm up to 13 or something like that. But either way, that was the end of the round, right? Yeah. Yep. I won that round, too, motherfucker. Holy shit. (laughs) Damn. Hey man, tits and ass, you know me. Hey man, you you sir, congratulations winning the Mr. Steam game. You uh you know your tits and ass. Or I know how to guess. <laughs> right on, cool. Right on, right on. So who's got this week's homework uh, and my wife credit? will be proud. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, it looks like I think it's, like it's my bye week. Yeah, uh, I've got the homework and I was gonna sign Doctor Strange. Yeah. I think oh, it's coming out. Shit, son. Yeah. You're gonna pick what? Doctor Strange. I have not seen it. Neither have I. Perfect. Did that come out I Tuesday? See, I see Doctor Strange. Tuesday. Love, but not Doctor Strange. When's that come out? I think it's out on um this Tuesday. I saw it on Amazon. All right. Same place I got a 
Hacksaw Ridge. Comes out February 28th. Ah, oh, damn. Missed it. What's that? Oh, 28th is next week. So I'm off. All right. I know you can get it uh, undercover. True. But if you got something else. Not right now. Well, what do you got? It's out digitally. Oh, well, if it's out digitally, we're good. Yeah, you can rent it. I see it on iTunes. Okay, cool. That's that's what I was looking for. So what do you got for yeah. credit? All right, since, we, since we're doing war movies. Oh, shit. But we're gonna we're gonna change that. We're gonna do we're gonna do the comedy drama war film. And to be honest with you, this is almost a little homework. I remember seeing this a long time ago when I was younger, um, but I don't remember it very well. Um, Good morning, Vietnam. Never seen it. Oh, Tony, have you ever seen it? I've seen it, but it was a long time ago. Should we just make this homework one of these days? You've seen Sounds it. Sounds like homework to me. I've never seen it. Uh, let's do that. Let's let's make it a. I'll make it a homework one of these days. Um, let's let's. Do you have another one or no? Yeah, I got a bunch of shit here I can pick from. <laughs> uh, hmm. Oh, I. You know what? We're gonna do. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys your choice. Problem Child or Weekend at Bernie's? I've seen those. Those aren't homework. No, that's what I'm saying. I got extra credit. Hmm. The dude that plays Bernie in Weekend at Bernie's will be at Monster Palooza. So I'm going to say Weekend at Bernie's. All right, there you go. Seen Wait, do I have homework or extra credit? You have extra credit, fool. That's oh, wait. Tony said he had homework. He chose Doctor Strange. Yeah, but Doctor Strange love. Did I pick Hacksaw Ridge? Yeah, you picked Hacksaw Ridge. Okay, I was like, so you got extra credit. You're right over there. Homie. Yeah, we get it right. Works for the me. The first man. one, the original, the real one, the one that I've seen a dozen times secretly. <laughs> <laughs> Just because right. I think it was one of those movies that was on cable like all the fucking time. <laughs> And so I just and I always thought, who who is that man that's playing a dead guy? And fuck, can I stream a website? This fucking site sucks. It's used all the time. It's just never fucking accurate. I looked up Pineapple Express and said it was nowhere streaming. I go on stars.com, it's right there. You fucking asshole. There you go. His weekends. <laughs> I've had better. Oh boy, the weekend at Bernie's or weekend up? I, I wrote up for some stupid reason. Oh, that's weekend uh, at Bernie's. At Bernie's, yeah. Right. Um, 
You know, actually, my weekend wasn't terrible. It was like the days leading up to my weekend where my weekend was just so... I was so fucking tired and recovering. Um, headache and migraine. Uh, Wednesday, I woke up with the flu. And uh, Chris ended up uh, leaving work early. She has some flexibility and uh, covering for me because uh, I was vomiting. So that was a good time. Ugh. Thursday, I woke up and I felt a lot better. So I ate. And then Thursday, I go to work. And all of a sudden, I start getting this fucking pain in my stomach. Oh. My high stomach, like right in my high abdomen. Oh, not heartburn, not in my chest, but right below my chest, right right where your rib cage starts. And uh and it got bad. And I was like I was like uh I was, I was told my the guy I work with, I was like, Hey, I gotta run home and get some Pepto Bismo, some fucking pain medicine. So I was taking over the counter, ibuprofen, Tylenol. Pepto-Bismol, like, I was, and it was, it was like a cramp, like gas you get sometimes, you know, or you got oh, like fart yeah. and it goes away or something. Damn. But it got worse and worse. And, you know, four or five hours later, I'm doubled over in pain. And then six o'clock and, and Chris was like, people at work were like, dude, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I just, I just, I, I just need this day to end kind of thing. You know what I mean? There's yeah, nobody yeah, to replace yeah. me. So it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so I just kind of grin and bared it and everybody kept looking at me like, Harley, you all right. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't having any other symptoms. I wasn't having any flu symptoms. I didn't have a fever. I wasn't coughing. I wasn't fatigued. I just had this, fucking horrible pain in my gut so we go home and i walk in the door and it just i'm i'm fucking i can't sit still i'm like i can't lay down i i'm thinking i can't i won't be able to go to sleep if if this pain doesn't go away so i go to chris and i go break out the dead guy stash so we saw some of the real hardcore morphines and shit of oh, pops. Oh. We kept some of his uh, highly, highly addictive pain medicines. Whoa. And I was like, give me some morphine. So I took some time. time. Now, this is the first time I ever took morphine in my life. But that's right. how bad this fucking pain was. I was like, I can, huh. I'll do anything. And uh, so I took the morphine. Sounds like you have a lust for life, sir. Jesus Christ. Choose 15 life. minutes later. Choose, choose a job. The choose a career. Is, the pain is worse than ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking like, <laughs> I can't even talk. I'm stumbling. I'm I'm like, <laughs> uh, 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 I'm like my back is starting to hurt because all the muscles in my body are all tense because the pain is like, holy fuck, I can't even tell what it is. It's just, what the fuck? She's like, do you want me to take you to the emergency room? And I'm like, I don't know. I I can't even breathe now because it hurts so bad. (laughs) Like, I'm 
fucking dying. I'm fucking dying, man. (laughs) Finally, finally, I say, you know what? Just take me to the emergency room. And she's like, okay. And it's, I mean, it's a school night. So I'm like, Mazzy, I'm okay. But Chris has got to take me to the hospital. And Mazzy's like freaking out because she ain't never seen her dad go to the hospital for nothing. Because, you know, I'm not some macho, oh, it doesn't hurt. I'm just like, what's the fucking hospital going to do? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. they're going to tell me, hey, you fucking sprained your ankle or whatever the fuck. Or, you know, yeah, you fucking cut yourself. And, you know, <laughs> as long as you can stop the bleeding, you're okay. You to, all the years of medical school to tell you that to go home and take some Tylenol. <laughs> fucking A, right? So Google is my doctor. So I don't need uh, to. So, I am so goddamn desperate. So anyways... It was my uh, my gallbladder that was acting a fool. And oh, if you shit. read up gallbladder pain, a lot of women claim have insisted that gallbladder gallbladder pain is worse than giving birth. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't feel so bad because um, I got there in an emergency room. I immediately got sick. And I uh-huh. and I I remember going. I looked at the nurse, and I'm like, "Do you want me to puke here, or do you want me to go to the bathroom? Because I'm going to go in ten seconds." <laughs> and they gave me one of those little plastic bags, and I fucking oh, filled man. it up. But the thing is, I hadn't eaten a whole lot in the last couple of days because I was fighting that flu the day before, and so I just wasn't hungry, and I wasn't, you know, I, you know, I was doing a pretty good job of staying hydrated, but. So uh, they give me an IV. They fucking they they by now it's eight o'clock at night. You know it's a small town. They call a fucking lady. Uh, you know she's on call. They give me an ultrasound to see if I got gallstones because you know if you got gallstones or some major problem, they're gonna have to remove your gallbladder. So, mm-hmm. um, so you know the doctor comes in. He looks at it. He goes, everything seems fine. I mean your blood works a little viral like you're fighting something so that could have something to do with it and there's some sludge in your gallbladder which isn't good but it's not terrible so uh and by then the pain had started to subside and i'm convinced it's because i vomited my guts up and chris is is positive that it was the morphine finally kicking in uh, so it might have been a combination of both. But I told the doctor, and he's like, well, the morphine will definitely make you sick if you've never taken it before, you know. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the morphine is what might have made me fucking vomit once I got to the emergency room. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they sent me home that night. Uh, fortunately, by then, I was able to sleep. And by then, I was just so fucking exhausted. So, um Friday, Chris called in sick. I called in sick. She she was fine. She just wanted to stay home and you know kind of help and take care if I wasn't how I was doing. So which was really nice of her. She's a good woman. Um, so Friday just kind of lounged around the house, just tried to rest, and then same with Saturday and Sunday. The weather was shitty, and um, and by then I was just sort of like fatigued all weekend. Like I just didn't have any energy. Um. Monday, yesterday I felt better and um, we all went out to, it was a holiday, so we didn't have to work. Um, 
no school. So we went up to Medford and kind of did some shopping and had lunch and stuff. So yesterday was cool, but, and then today was back to the gorilla thing, but yeah, man, that three, four days, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday was fucking miserable. Yeah. Yeah, But I'm okay. Uh, I, I don't think there's anything really majorly bad with my gallbladder. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> Only time will tell. Yeah, we'll keep it posted. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for going too long. Harley's gallbladder watch. Yeah. Harley's gallbladder coming at you. It might be coming at you. It might coming at you. Yikes. Send a clear to bite. You might, might have a red thing come out when you Oh, I, we finished that season. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. What'd you think? It's kind of weird, huh? The way it ends? Yeah, it's over the top. It's bizarre. Yeah. Um, without too much of a spoiler, it. Is a huge cliffhanger, so they're really, yeah. really building up for that second season. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's cool. I love the Netflix where you can just, you know, we watched the whole season in like four sittings, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh-huh. So, no, that's good. Sure. Yeah. And uh, what'd you do, MCP? You still getting ready for your wedding? Uh, yeah, here and there. Yeah. Um, big thing this weekend was we went. There's a generation two of Pokemon Go came out, so we went down to Coronado, caught caught a bunch of Pokemon, got rained on. Then on Sunday, we realized that Monday was a holiday, so we were invited to go to the Safari Park um, with Lainey's mom and brother. And we we're like, "Fuck, why not? We'll go get some more Pokemon." And then um, that's the only reason you went. See and, him uh, and we also no, we also took our cameras so that we can practice taking pictures. Um, I got I got a new camera. Well, oh, I, I bought it off eBay, um, so I got an old camera, but it's new to me. Um, so now we both have cameras. Um, and so I was like, let's just go and do a little photo walk at the safari and just practice taking pictures because we're going to be taking wedding pictures for a friend of a uh, friend of ours so oh, right so it was like a double whammy you know yeah and we get home on here take a little pictures of some animals here yeah exactly it, it was cool i mean um it, once we got home we we're like well shit i'm wiped out man <laughs> like, you live an exciting walking, life my friend like walking all day well we you know we're hitting the gym too she's going to the gym with me in the mornings yeah um and then the walking down in coronado walking through safari we're just like i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> did you so walk we, that whole bridge huh did you walk the whole bridge <laughs> yeah over the over I heard the there were special bridge. pokemon if you walked the whole bridge. right yeah um <laughs> No, but we ended up walking oh, from... Man, that's a big-ass bridge. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, we walked from the hotel all the way down the main Orange Street to yeah. like the to where Orange, like to this little park at the end of Orange Street and then walked back. We were, we walked for about two hours. Are you um, dressed like your characters, too, when, you, when you're doing this? No. Uh, no. Oh, Come on, man. <laughs> we, dressed like, 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 we dressed like Pokemon <laughs> hunters, not the, not, not the Pokemon. Are there other people playing too? Oh yeah, there's a ton of people out there playing. Yeah. Are you part of a group? Like, did you guys all meet up down there? No, no, it was just us. Oh. You said you got a new camera. What was the camera? Um, a seven D. Oh, Can- it's Canon. It's just more photography focused than the T five than the the Rebel series. Boring. Nobody cares about that. What Pokemon did you catch? <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you buy it used? Yeah, I bought it used. Um, I, did you? Uh, just curious, just out of curiosity, did you um, plug it in and see how many shutter? Uh, no, he, he it was reported. I mean, I didn't verify that it was only eighteen thousand. Um, but the guy, like, he put it up and for for a buy, like, you know, buy now uh-huh. or whatever on eBay. Um, with and I saw that I, I like I saw it show up within five minutes of him posting, and I researched it a little bit. I'm like, dude, this is fucking steel. So I bought oh, it right cool. away. Um, and it was low. It was a low shot count. He said it was his backup camera, like for uh-huh. his his main his normal rig. But he must have been stoked, man, putting it up for five minutes and it was sold. Yeah, seriously, I was like, I'm sure this well, guy's happy because he because he, he didn't charge enough for it. <laughs> <Kind of thing. laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, he, 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 uh, it was not only, it was the camera body, um, but it also, you know, those, um, the camera grips with the double battery that you can get to make it bigger oh, and then you can rotate bottom, it on yeah. its side. It came with that and oh, it, was, cool. it was a fucking steal. I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome. So they, they, they shoot so many pictures though on a regular battery, like hundreds of hundreds of, I mean, like. Fuck, when we went to Ireland, I brought that little fucking T5. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think I had to charge it once, like halfway through. And yeah, I took maybe, like 700 pictures or some shit like that. The main thing like, about the, the grip isn't really the battery. It's that you can rotate it without um, like rotating your grip. Because it's got another, it's you know, it's got a side grip on it. So you can go a portrait, uh-huh. you can go a portrait without changing without, yeah, yeah, normal yeah. No, grip on it. Yeah, my ex had had one of those big yeah. novelty grips yeah. you know i think for me because i'm not a photographer and jeremy gave me that 5d which is a big it's kind of like what you're talking about it's Ooh, more yeah, of the photographers the settings and all the that stuff like... kind of easier to get to and stuff like that but it's it's bigger and i find myself always wanting the smaller lightweightness more so than the big mm. because i don't have i don't I don't, I don't go into manual modes anyways. I mean, I'll do the sort of the manual settings of, but they're always automatic and, um, but it's a totally different for me. Um, you know, I'm that sort of traditional, I just want a better picture, but I'm too lazy to like go through all the settings and stuff like that. So, but anyways, that's cool. Right on. And that's it. Shield them under. That's, that's your camera talk, yeah. Yeah, I'm just living the fabulous yeah, life yeah. of being a parent and just taking kids to school and taking oh. Amy to school and picking up kids and taking them to school to rock and picking them back up and trying to find time to watch the movie and never end. I'm gonna make it. So yeah, I did get a notice from work saying my data was use on my work iPad was a little high. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we only get six gigs of data. I might have gone. At, I might have hit six. <laughs> oh wow! Oops. What am I supposed to do between jobs? God damn it! Shit! It's fucking Clash Royale, man. That must take up a lot of data. I'm no playing. way! You're 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 watching like Netflix and shit like that. Uh, I'm watching YouTube. I was watching like YouTube, like while I was driving to my next job, like YouTube shows. <laughs> um. So that's it. I gotta monitor that shit. So that sucks. <laughs> this um, guy. Actually, gotta work. Actually, gotta now. Sucks. Um, what else? And now he's fucking rains while I'm working. Sucks. That sucks too. That, that yeah. That's well, it's been, it's, 
correct me if I'm wrong, but it's been like raining incessantly down there. Yeah. It's like every time I work on my work schedule. It's what's annoying. Um, let's see. So this, I think, so this Sunday I might, um, I'm going to try to, try to record another YouTube video, try to vlog some more. Um, there's two signings going on. Well, there's one, there's Pasadena Comic Con and there's a signing at this, like this store, like to go in LA. And, um, coincidentally enough, it's two different guys that played Jason. So it's kind of funny. So, um, try to catch two Jasons in one day. The hunt for Jason. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like clever names to come up with the title, but, um, I'll see if I can, uh, Chasing Jason? What's that? You're chasing Jason? Oh, shit! There it is. Damn. I love it. Chasing <laughs> Jason. That is great. That is awesome. Thank you, sir. See? You're that welcome. was easy. Trademark. Um, I'll give you credit for it in the video. <laughs> um, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So, one of them is from Jason the Play. Jason in, in Friday, the final chapter, part four, with Corey Feldman, where he's little Crispin Glover's in it. And uh, he's just like 91. Like, he went into the store and was like, hey, I really like your guys' store. I like what you guys are doing here. Whatever I make from the signing, I'm going to give it all back to the store. Which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Never heard anyone do that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And uh, it's funny how many people play Jason, you know? It's like, it's funny how you think one person would want to keep that role for always, you know? Well, if you got a mask on, it's not like Freddy. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Jason speaks... You know, um, you kind of leave with the director, be like, "Hey, motherfucker, remember you're a mess. I can replace you like that." <laughs> yeah, I just need a big, tall motherfucker. I can yeah. find any tall motherfucker on the streets. <laughs> hey, honey, you tall right? motherfucker. You want to play Jason? I, I can be Jason. Fuck. <laughs> no, it's Freddie was the only one who was irreplaceable. Relatively, speaking. Harley would not be able to play Jason. Hey, no, he, he, he wouldn't be able to stay quiet. He what? He wouldn't be able to stay quiet. Oh. Look at that zinger. We're, we're no solid. You ain't got the You've gone too far. You've gone too far. Oh, no, you crossed the line, man. <laughs> you can't see that. Yeah, you're right. Dude. You couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't play Jason. You, 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 exactly. Oh man. I mean, you could. No, that's why I always liked Freddy more. He was fucking funny. He talked shit before he killed you. You couldn't play Michael Myers either. You wouldn't talk. You can't talk. Yeah, none of those guys. None of those slashers. They scary that way? You think scarier talking all the time? Actually, Harley does scare me when he talks a lot on the podcast. <laughs> like this motherfucker is still I talking. Scare you? I went downstairs, washed the dishes, fetched Lulu, went on for a walk, came back, and you're still talking. <laughs> Tony, Tony walked the whole car down a bridge. Catch you, <laughs> came back. You're still reviewing hacksaw. You gave it a dollar. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I am feeling oh, much man. Thank you. Oh, good. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's a that's a perfect that's way to end the podcast right there. Because we just hit midnight. We're about two hours now. And that's about, we gave the people what they wanted here. We gave them some, some audio entertainment. Hopefully it makes your day go by faster. You know, just don't use the data at your work when you listen to this podcast. It'll come back and bite you. But like I said, listen. Well, we are on iTunes. You can download on your iPod and listen to whenever. You're on the gym. You're on your long drive, or you're on the computer, or you're playing video games like Tanala. I think that's how he does it. Be curious how people, how people hit us up on Twitter. How do you, how do you partake listening to us bad boys podcast? Us bad boys podcast? Us bad boys on the podcast? Yes, right? Yes, sure. something like that. We just yeah. randomly rant on all things movies. 
Hacksaw, Hacksaw Ridge. We all loved it. We all gave it a thumbs up. Ho! Jim Blake saw himself a Harley. He didn't really like it. But he gave it a dollar, which was weird. It's, it's a good action movie. No, it doesn't say action on IMDb. I'm just saying. It, oh, you fucking would, would you Would you be willing to change it to it's a good war movie? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, it's... Oh, no, we're not going through this again. <laughs> it's a bonus episode. <laughs> it's a war film. It's a, it's a war film. It's a war film. I, feel, I hear your stomach growling. I think you might have to go throw up again. You're making my <laughs> stomach hurt. <laughs> Could you say go buy yourself a what? You're making my stomach hurt. I gotta go throw up now. Well, that's your ears. Don't confuse your ears with your. No. Yeah. You are spewing a lot of vomit in my ears right now. It's pretty gross. All right, let's wrap it up. We just came together like Voltron. Now we got dispersed. We can take off. I'm your boy Fonz. We ride together. Finally, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.